Hello, welcome to the JYK Show, where we talk about everything and anything workplace related. In today's podcast, we will be focusing on the topic of emotions and moods in the workplace and how they can affect an employee's performance. To help us better understand the topic, we have a professor from Rutgers University, Professor Sweeney, and an HR manager from the Whole Foods Company, Alana, to expand on the effects of emotions and moods in the workplace. So to begin our podcast, we will start our first set of questions with Professor Sweeney as a perspective from an employee. Professor Sweeney, it's a pleasure to have you here. Can we have you briefly introduce yourself? Uh, My name is Vincent Sweeney. I'm a part-time lecturer professor at Rutgers University. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. So our first question is for Professor Sweeney. And it's, in your experience, have you ever had negative emotions or moods in the workplace that affected your performance? Sure, of course. Everyone does. Everyone does. I think sometimes when things don't go your way, or maybe a proposal you made is not accepted, or you think there's um, a constraint or um, some level of unfairness, sure, that can impact you negatively. Yeah, definitely. I think that nowadays it's especially uh, hard to say that you don't feel negative emotions or moods in your own workplace. So to be more specific, can you tell us which part of your job or said factor have led to have these strong negative emotions? So I have an example for you, which I think might help. Um, Early in my career, I took a job and was promised um, the ability to take on more responsibility as the job progressed. And we had set a goal of about a year in, you know, if I had progressed to what they thought I had progressed to, I would take on these additional responsibilities. I had progressed to the level that I could take it on and they just did not provide that additional responsibility that I was looking for. So that's a pretty good example of, you know, being promised something, it was not delivered and it caused a kind of a negative emotion on my part that impacted job performance only because I was rather annoyed that they didn't live up to their quote-unquote end of the bargain. Yeah, the negative emotions uh, will definitely affect your judgment and your work performance toward companies. So based on the Professor Sweeney personal experience, we know that he was unsatisfied with his employer because his employer promised him if he was making any progress within a one year, he will get more responsibility uh, for the company. However, after uh, Professor Sweeney put an effort for a year and achieved the goal that his employer set to him, his employer do not keep his promise. Uh, this issue invoke uh, Professor Impl- uh, Sweeney have the moral Im- Im- emotions. So the moral emotions means people have the moral implication due to their instant judgment of the situation that invoked them. So basically, the common moral emotion includes sympathy for the suffering of the others, 
guilty about our own immoral behavior or anger about injustice done to the others or the content for those who have uh, unethical behavior. So in the Professor Sweeney situations, his employer uh, do not treat him fairly and have some un unjust behavior. So the Professor Sweeney invoked the moral emotions and the moral emotions make him lower his loyalty and productivity toward a company. So to continue, Professor Sweeney, in your experience, have you ever had a positive emotion or moods in your workplace that affect your performance? Sure. Um, a great example of that is like a promotion. If you're working for an organization and your work is rewarded and you're promoted to greater responsibility, that's a very, very positive motivator that really makes you want to do more for the organization to be successful not only for yourself but also for the organization. Yeah, I agree with you. The reward and the promotion is a really strong promoter for the employee to have positive emotion and mood in their workplace. So um, to be more specific, which part of your job or said um, which factors had lead you to have a strong positive emotion? I think it's really all about gaining credibility in an organization, uh, being listened to when you make proposals, proposals being accepted, um, being promoted, given more responsibility. Along with that comes pay increases, compensation increases, and they're wonderful. Don't misunderstand me, but I think the real positives come from the uh, appreciation and the value that management or whomever is providing to you vis-a-vis -vis the promotion or the additional work that you're receiving, responsibilities. Yeah, I understand. Being appreciated and valued and get credit from the company is really important for each employee. So do you think those positive emotions and mood will make the teamwork more cooperate? Definitely. Happy employees equal productivity increases, they increase loyalty, uh, engagement, um, setting the right tone at work, a positive, positive approach, um, really in, improves performance throughout the organization. I, I, I think whenever you can have a culture that's positive, good work on that particular project, or you did wonderful in that particular presentation, or uh, that those insights that you had on that particular problem or issue um, resonates really, really well. Think of yourselves as students when the professor says, great job, how do you feel? So positive, positive work environments really creates happy employees. Happy employees tend to be much more engaged and much more productive. Yeah, the happy employee means they have the higher engagement, uh, higher productivity, and more loyalty to the company. But sometimes the employee may have the negative emotion towards the company. So, Professor Sweeney, do you ever have experience of negative emotion and mood leading you to have the feeling of the withdrawal from the work? Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier with that one example where, you know, I had been promised something, it was not delivered, um, that was 
not only disabling from the perspective of a negative environment now that I was in, but it actually led to my resignation, that I, I recognized that they did not keep their end of the bargain, so therefore it was not necessary for me to keep my end of the bargain, and I chose to go to another company. So yes, if, I, I think as HR people, when people are not treated fairly, that's when you start to get negative morale. You start to get negative senses, and once you get that, it's kind of difficult to get that trust back. Yeah, and during work, there must be some pressure from uh, the overload task or from your co-worker or the employer. So do you think those pressure from the work is correlated with your emotion and mood? So no, I, I disagreed with that question because uh, pressure around the job is something that we all need to learn to adjust to. Yeah. And that should not be a negative factor unless the supervisor or your manager is really pressing you to get the work done. Whether you like it or not, when you're in the corporate America, or the business world, there are going to be pressures, time demands, mm -hmm. uh, accuracy, whatever the case might be. That should not be a negative factor for us. That should be a positive motivator. But that said, um, um, if, if, you, if the pressure comes from you know the boss saying you have to do this, yes, that could be negative, but pressure in itself on the job should not be a negative motivator at all. If anything, it should be a motivator to the positive side. Yeah, so I definitely think that the effects of pressure can be something that differs depending on the individual. So when it comes to your emotions and moods, do you usually bring your emotions and moods from your personal life to the workplace? And if not, how do you think you, that you separate your emotions from the personal life and the workplace? So, um, uh, wisdom is a wonderful thing. When you begin, you will be very emotional. But the longer you're in the workforce and the longer you learn how the workforce operates, and as you begin to mature into a professional, you'll understand the ability to separate events, emotional events, be they personal or business, from your professional duties, from your responsibilities. As an HR professional, you have a responsibility to the organization to keep your emotions at bay. Early on in your careers, as with me, you do get emotional. As you get longer in the job, you tend to be able to separate the emotional from the practical. Yeah, it's definitely something that's very important to do, separating your personal life and the workplace, but also something that takes a lot of practice being on the field. So when it comes to that, could you tell us one of your experiences where you personally dealt with negative emotions towards your employer or your coworkers? I had an employee one time who was very negative at the fact that another employee on our staff was getting what they saw as um, the prime um, projects or the prime things that to be, could to be done. 
And there was a lot of negativity building between these two particular professionals. And um, I confront, I talked with the person who was negatively impacted or felt negatively impacted and just laid out rather clearly how the other person had performed admirably in some of these tasks and how this person did not perform nearly as admirably in these particular tasks. Hence, the person who was performing extremely well was being shifted those projects that were critically important to the organization. Not that the, one the negative one was receiving anything less, but they were just not nearly as significant to the organization. That's, um, I was thinking about your questions, and it, what, got, what came to me was honesty is always the best policy. Right? Honesty is always the best policy, particularly in the HR space. Yeah, I definitely think that in that type of situation, it becomes difficult to keep calm and make sure that the negative emotions don't become any more serious and get resolved as soon as possible. So for our final question, from your, personal, from your own personal experience, do you think that negative emotions or moods can motivate you less to involve yourself and contribute to your work? If you're negative, it's going to impact your work. It, there's no doubt about it because you're just yeah. not going to put in 100%. You're going to put in something less than 100%. Why? Because you're thinking about whatever that negative consequence or whatever that negative thought process is in your own mind. So I think the answer is yes. If you've got a personal or business issue that's negatively infecting you, it's going to affect your performance. I would go back to you know being promised something and having it not delivered. That certainly, I mean, from my perspective, was a very negative event, and um, it caused you know great thought on my part as to what do I do next? Do I stay with this organization and accept that, or do I move on to something different? Yeah, I mean, I think what happens is when you have a negative event at work that's uh, driven by the organization, you tend to withdraw, yeah. right? Um, think of yourselves in the school setting. If you're getting, you know, bad marks or you don't think the professor is listening to you, what do you do? You generally kind of withdraw, right? And you kind of almost say, well, I'll be happy when this is all over. The work environment is not too dissimilar in that if you're being told, you know, this is going to happen and it doesn't happen, it causes a negative impact and you tend to withdraw and maybe not be as positive or as forthcoming as you could be. All right, thank you so much for joining us today, Professor Sweeney. It was great hearing from your own personal experiences with emotions and moods in the workplace. Uh, for our next questions, we will be hearing from Alana, a human resource manager from the Whole Foods Company, for the perspective of an employer. Hi, Alana. Thank you for joining us. Can we have you briefly introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Alana. I'm an HR professional at Whole Foods Market. Thank you for joining us, Alana. We're happy to have you. Um, so I want to start off by asking you about which type of employees are you looking to recruit and like which personality traits um, do you mainly look for? 
I'm looking for someone who's energetic, um, outgoing, friendly, and eager to work. Okay, yeah, I definitely think we are all looking for people who are eager to work. So uh, what strategy or method do you usually use to help your employees manage their different types of emotions? I have an open door policy with employees and offer one-on-one -on -one connections where they could discuss anything on their mind. Of course, like you mentioned earlier, it is ideal to recruit happy and eager workers for all job categories. But regardless of how many happy, bright workers you can find and hire, they will all have off days, off weeks, whatever the case may be. Allowing emotional regulation techniques in the workplace can greatly influence the workplace as a whole. That open door policy that you mentioned is definitely a great strategy. It allows employees to regulate their emotions through social sharing or venting. Um, it gives the employee the opportunity to give an open expression with whatever's on their mind. I provide employers who have open door communication or social sharing, whether the issues have to do with work or not. Of course, it's great to allow your employees to feel comfortable coming to you about work-related issues, but when they feel comfortable coming to you for non-work-related issues, that is a great thing to have for your employees. So do you ever make efforts to improve your employees' emotions or moods in the workplace, like maybe offering different emotional regulation training, or do you even think that such efforts are necessary? Um, first off, I think such efforts are necessary um, because employee morale is the most important. If I see someone is, you know, acting different or off, I'll check in on them, make sure everything's okay, see if there's anything I could do um, to help them. And we also do morale projects throughout the store to boost the store's morale. Those morale projects definitely sound like they would help employees in all different departments. Um, so when you are facing a negative employee, like how do you communicate with them? I'll sit them down personally um, to check in on them, see you know what's affecting their personality negatively in the workplace and try to see where they're coming from um, and then offer assistance or support if it should be they feel overworked or you know they don't like other co-workers or anything like that. Well, I think that it's really great that you offer that type of assistance and guidance to your employees who are facing difficulties and really feeling negative emotions in the workplace. As we know, nowadays, not only do many jobs around us require the typical physical and mental labor, but we've seen that many of them also require emotional labor as well. You know, like for example, there's this expectation of flight attendants to always, you know, constantly be smiling and courteous to all passengers. And it's very rare to see a flight attendant that's not smiling or cheerful. However, obviously, just because they're constantly smiling doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing well personally, that they're actually happy on the inside. It's just the emotional labor that's required by the job. So I think that it's absolutely fantastic that you're taking the time to really make sure that the well-being of your employees are met and really sitting them down to fix the issue that they're facing. So for our next question, we wanted to ask, 
Um, how do you detect your employees' emotions or moods in the workplace? For example, do you frequently ask employees to do a questionnaire to report their feelings? Um, the start of the employee shift or the start of my shift, I'll always check in, say hi. And you could pretty much base that employee's mood for the day um, by checking in with them that way. And we also offer uh, employee surveys to the team where they could, you know, check off what jobs they really enjoy doing and what jobs they don't like doing so much. So my next question for you is, do you think that positive emotions or moods is an absolute good thing? Or are there any positive emotions that can actually end up like backfiring on the company? I think a positive emotion that could backfire on the company is being overly dedicated to the job and not having a life outside of work. When you build too many personal relationships in the workplace, it could make it a toxic environment. And to follow up on that, do you think any negative emotions are an absolute negative thing? Or are there any negative emotions that could actually end up being positive in the workplace? I think negative emotions could end up uh, turning into positives, especially if the negative emotions are ideas on how to make the workplace better. Yeah, I'm sure many companies will be open to having positive or negative feedback from their employees. So if you have a positive emotion towards your employee, will you and the employee be more motivated to set up like a bigger goal for the company? I think if you show positive emotion towards your employees, um, it'll motivate them to take on more tasks and responsibilities and will end up being, you know, an ultimate goal in the end for the company. Since we all know diversity is very important in a workplace, have you observed any different positive or negative emotions um, due to race, gender, or age connections? I've experienced only positive emotions. Um, We have a very diverse team with different ages, um, genders, and ethnicities. All right. Thank you so much, Alana, for providing your input on emotions and moods in the workplace as an employer. I think with the insight from both of our guests today, we were able to learn so much about the different emotions employees can face and how to deal with difficult situations in the workplace. I think that's all the time we have for our podcast today. And again, thank you so much for our guests for taking their time to come on the podcast and share their knowledge and experience on the topic of emotions and moods in the workplace. Join us next week for more conversations on everything and anything workplace related.